Welcome to the Loans On Demand podcast, the show where we flip the real estate status quo on its head and put loan officers into the driver's seat. We give you all the tools, strategies, resources, and mindset needed to modernize your mortgage business and thrive. And my name is Luke Shankula, AKA Longform Luke, and this is the Loans On Demand podcast. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Loans On Demand podcast, the show where we help loan officers flip the status quo on real estate agents and put loan officers in the driver's seat. And we're going to have a special one today because this is the first episode that we're hosting here in our new studio. And I have my good friend, Rob Gonzalez here. He is national head of key accounts at Longbridge Financial, and he helped loan officers and brokers and, you know, different correspondent lenders do more reverse mortgages. So I'm excited to have him on because I think reverse mortgages are a subject that just doesn't get talked about enough and that most loan officers aren't aware of. And so... Rob, thank you so much for being here, man, and welcome to the show. Oh, absolutely. Excited to be here, Luke. Thanks so much for the invite. I know we talked about doing this for some time now. Real excited for you and for the opportunity to do this with you. Awesome, man. Well, let's just get started, man. Give us a little bit of background. Who are you? What kind of got you into the reverse mortgage space? And then we can talk a little bit about how loan officers can you know, add this sort of product to their product mix and how it really makes sense to add some additional revenue. Even in a market like today, it's actually more important. Yeah, no, thank you. So again, my name is Rob Gonsalves. I work for Longbridge Financial. We are a reverse mortgage lender. And those are a series of words I never envisioned would be part of my career or right. bio. My background is in law and politics and wasn't really until my grandparents actually were looking at doing a reverse mortgage. My family came to me and said, you're the legal expert. Why don't you help look into this and tell us if uh, you think grandma's getting scammed? And, you know, being the complete ignorant guy that I was when it came to reverse mortgages in particular at the time, immediately latched on to a lot of baggage and negative things that you hear about the product. Sure. But it was really interesting. You know, I took the time to kind of do the research. I wanted to make sure that my family members were taken care of and realized that this is actually a product that could really help them. And it was such a positive experience that I decided I wanted to turn it into a career full time. So that's how I got into the industry. It was definitely plan C, probably of my overall career path. Sure. You know, at this point, I think you've been in the reverse mortgage space, what, 10 years now? Yeah. Yeah. So I started, went to work right away working for a lender. And of course, I didn't know anything at all, not too much about mortgages, but even less so about reverse. Right. So I was able to get hired at a company that said, well, you don't know anything about <laughs> mortgages right. or reverse. You got to start from the bottom. So and I shouldn't say the bottom, from the beginning of the process, right? So worked in intake and that was an incredible experience learning how these loans work from the very beginning, from an operation standpoint. Right. And that really kind of set the foundation and quickly became apparent that I kind of had two paths I could go down, stick on the operations track become an underwriter or go into sales and kind of work this from the sales side. And, you know, obviously I'd show sales and never look back. And it's been a great experience. You know, it's really incredible to realize at the end of the day, there's a borrower at the end of the transaction, right. but I get to work with loan originators and lenders and help them kind of get a loan all the way from beginning, from conception, from scenario stage, all the way to loan funding and purchase. And that's, you know, most of my career in reverse has been spent on the sales side and there's a lot of education and advising that goes into the role. And it's a very sort of dynamic, rewarding experience. And I love what I do. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Because I mean, I know both kind of got in around the same time. And, you know, we both were working there. And it's funny because I was laughing with a buddy of mine 
I remember going into our first meeting and they were talking about custodians and we're like, why are they talking about custodians in this meeting? And it was like, oh no, custodians does not mean what we think it means, right? In the mortgage space, you know, it's a very different meaning. And so that's just kind of the way we got in there. We were brand new, right? Out, I mean, we're pretty much right out of college, right? And little little babies. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was a huge learning curve, but it's funny because I actually remember when I first said I was moving from the company that I was at to the reverse mortgage company, they basically said, oh, you're off to scam old people, huh? I said, what? Right. So obviously there's a lot of misconceptions around reverse mortgages. And even for loan officers, a lot of times there is a huge misconception or a huge level of, I guess, lack of knowledge that is missing there. So talk a little bit about that, man. What do you find from that perspective that tends to keep loan originators away from doing reverse mortgages? Yeah, that's a really great question. I would say that probably the two biggest misconceptions for, you know, if you get past some of the real basic things, which we can come back to, but I would say that for an originator that knows the bare minimum about reverse, I think the biggest misconceptions are that these loans can take an incredibly long time and that it's not really congruent or doesn't really fit into their workflow of how to interface with the borrower. And I mean, specifically technology. Sure. You know, the idea that if someone who's age qualified for reverse, they're not going to be able to work with the technology, work with all the systems that originators have spent a lot of time sort of building up to make their workflow more efficient so they Mm -hmm. can serve more borrowers. But that's just not the case. So I think that when an originator looks at this with a fresh approach or from not coming into with a whole bunch of misconceptions. It has an open mind Mm -hmm. that at the end of the day, this is a mortgage loan, but it's designed specifically to help those who are age qualified, 55 and up. And it's designed specifically for people sort of in that boat that want to age in place. It becomes a really powerful tool and a really powerful product. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And I know a lot of times, you know, there's again, that misconception that the bank's going to take their home, things like that, which is crazy because, you know, obviously if you actually take a couple seconds to understand the product, it's a fantastic product for the right people. And so many times it's like people are like, well, it's a bad product. It's like, no, it's not a bad product. Just like a 30-year fix is not for everyone. Same thing with the reverse, right? There's certain scenarios where it makes sense to do a reverse. And there are certain strategies for retirement as well that doesn't get talked about enough. I know there's a few, you know, sort of financial advisor proponents to it. I don't know, Wade, I don't know how to say his last name. Fow, Fow. Wade Fow. Wade sure. Fow is a big proponent of using it as a strategy to mitigate risk in down markets, right? Hey, leverage your real estate during down markets. And then when you're in an up market, you can leverage your assets like a 401k or your retirement assets, right? And so there's some strategies there that, you know, if originators actually understand the product, they're able to use it as leverage to gain traction with more financial planners. And again, you know, it's just another tool in the arsenal. I know you mentioned on one of the times we've been talking recently was you had a servicer that was super resistant to reverse mortgages. And actually what they found was that the reverse mortgage has turned into a real good revenue tool for them and also a retention tool versus having to foreclose or do things like that. So talk a little bit about that just from that perspective of how, you know, someone that was a little bit resistant to it maybe now is open to doing the reverses. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's a lot to say there, but I think maybe we kind of been dancing around it a little bit, but maybe to sort of lay the foundation a little more, it's probably worth mentioning that if you understand the history of reverse at all, or take anything away from the history of the product at all. I think it's important to realize that this product started 
as it was conceived by FHA, by the government, as sort of a loan of last resort for a borrower, right. someone that really wanted to stay in their home, that for whatever reason didn't really have the financial capability to do so. Mm-hmm. And a reverse at its original conception was designed to sort of be that loan of last resort. But that is very different from how the product works and operates and functions today. Right. It's probably overused in its cliche. And forgive me for sort of perpetuating the the cliche, but it is a viable financial planning tool in this day and age. And that's really the strategic use of home equity is really how a reverse and the technical term is home equity conversion mortgages is now used. And so because of that, that has really opened the door to a lot of players that aren't strictly originators or lenders to sort of think about how they can use this product. Right. So you mentioned loan servicers and and yes. So there are companies or loan servicers out there that don't currently originate any mortgage loans or they might originate some forward loans, but they're not doing reverse. Right. And the opportunity for sort of anyone in that boat that has a servicing portfolio is to realize that with reverse presents a loss mitigation tool for those servicers because any servicer will tell you this. And I got an education myself, by the way, in this area, you know, you're going to have borrowers in the portfolio that are habitually 30 days late or that you just have difficulty getting payments from in a timely basis. Right. And for whatever reason, right. It doesn't really matter the reason, but for those segment of loans, it costs a servicer more to service those loans on a daily basis to sit there in the portfolio, have someone, you know, struggle month in, month out, trying to make a payment and service that loan, than it is to look at the opportunity with the reverse mortgage to sort of flip those loans into a reverse, right? right? Because by doing that, you're eliminating the requirement for someone to make a mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. They still have to pay their taxes and insurance, of course. But even those, if it's helpful, can be impounded in an escrow account. Right. And by doing that, you're able to pull someone out of a you know problematic servicing portfolio or sort of status and put them into a situation where they can feel good about where they are, you know, mm-hmm. not stress out about, you know, how they're going to make their mortgage payment, how they're going to live in their home. And for the right borrower and the right opportunities, it's an, it's an incredible way to really create a win-win-win situation across the board for the loan servicer in that case, for the borrower, for potentially the originator at some point. Right. So yeah, it's a really great tool that, you know, is going beyond just lenders and loan originators now. And obviously, majority of people are listening to this are probably individual loan officers. But that being said, I mean, just wanted to sort of showcase, I mean, I know you talk about one specific servicer. So do you have any sort of numbers around what additional revenue or even retention of servicing value that they were able to retain because of being able to leverage that reverse mortgage? It really varies. Hesitate to really throw anything out there. Sure. But more than happy to talk to anyone about what it looks like for their portfolio. Sure. Can say that, you know, for the companies that we've talked to about this, when we run the numbers that are very specific to their sort of setup and portfolio, Inevitably, it results in a situation where, yeah, at the end of the day, the bottom number is black. It's not in the red. It's it's black. It's because of the cost savings of potentially turning these loans to reverse. So that's a very strategic way to look at the product. Right. But we know there's a lot of originators that may be listening to this. I've been talking this week to a number of originators that do both forward and reverse. Uh Just trying to get some current up to date context of sort of what the, you know, revenue looks like on these sorts of loans. And they say, look, on average, it's probably about two to one. In other words, 
you know, as an originator who's working to serve their borrowers at the end of the day, making a living off of this, earning a commission Mm -hmm. on average, they're probably earning about twice as much on a reverse loan as they are on a forward loan. And obviously that's going to vary. But I think that if someone doesn't have a concept of what that looks like, then suddenly the concerns about, you know, timing, you know, how long loans can take. I think you look at it with a different perspective. Yeah, for sure. And, And the main reason I was kind of bringing that up is like, hey, like, there was someone that said, Hey, I don't want to do these. And then they turned around and were able to generate the revenue. So let's kind of like boil that down into what an originator can do to start to get reverses. First and foremost, you know, we know that the compensation on the reverses is considerably higher. And I know you talked about two to one, there probably is a cost analysis in terms of, you know, time spent, you know, they might take a little bit longer, nurture a little bit more, but again, you know, from some perspectives, you know, originators can make considerably more money per loan than they can on the forward side. For anybody who's listening to this, it's not a reverse mortgage. Forward is just what everybody else calls regular mortgages, right? right. So just in the reverse world, they call them forward mortgages because, you know, obviously it just kind of is an easy way for us to differentiate between the two of them. So from a loan officer's perspective, if they wanted to originate, like, what does that take? And maybe Longbridge can help with that. How do you get educated on something like a reverse mortgage product? And how do you start to offer that to your client base? Yeah, I mean, I think it starts with realizing or recognizing that we're talking about loans specific for someone who, you know, is at least 55 years old, that has sufficient equity. And, you know, we can talk about that. And that owns their own home, Mm -hmm. right? That's sort of the very base level requirement. And I think it starts with sort of, if you're someone that is, you know, looking at getting into the space, or doesn't necessarily want to originate, but wants to know what to look for. So that way they can refer to a trusted referral source that does do reverse. Right. Then I think it's important to sort of understand that's kind of the dividing line, right? 55 and up, own their own home, have sufficient equity. We say sufficient, you know, talking anywhere from 30 to 50%, right? Equity in their home. Sure. That's going to vary on a wide number of factors, but give you some crude numbers there. So I think recognizing first and foremost, sort of who these loans are for in terms of age and equity qualified. And then because of that, also realizing that you're talking about a protected class, right? right? And we were just talking earlier about a little bit of the legacy of the product and how it started as a loan of last resort, but it's turned into something much different. It's a viable financial planning tool. And I think the opportunity, the reward, honestly, the blessing is the fact that someone that wants to originate this product really gets to sort of serve in an advisory type of role. One way of looking at this is you're really helping someone kind of manage their retirement funds and how they're sort of setting themselves up for success, you know, getting into their retirement years and just their, you know, later years in life. And I think that that really resonates with a certain segment of originators out there because of how life-changing that can be for someone. So I think if you understand what that means and the opportunity that presents, I think the natural thought is to think, wow, like that's an incredible responsibility as well. Right, right. And I think because of that, then you get into, okay, I can have a very base level understanding of this to the point where I can recognize an opportunity. And if I want to sort of go beyond that base level recognition, I want to do something with this product then how can I learn how to not only talk about this product, how to ask the right questions? Because at the end of the day, we're in the people business, right? right? And I think it's important to realize that you have to listen to your borrowers. You have to understand what they're looking to solve. And it's not necessarily trying to fit the square peg into the round hole 
or put them into another 30-year mortgage because that's what they're accustomed to, right? But if you want to take the time to kind of learn the product, yes, it's an FHA product. Yes, it's a non-QM product. So it definitely has a look and feel of those sorts of things. But there's also a lot more that can be said about reverse, obviously. Right. And I think that the key takeaway is you don't have to be overwhelmed by it, right? You can get into this very simply, very easily, you know, and decide how to best serve your borrower from there. And ideally it's in partnership with a lender that can help guide you through that process. Sure. Yeah. And I know Longridge, you know, you guys just became, I think the largest wholesale lender in the reverse mortgage space, which is a pretty cool thing to do. I know you guys have been working hard on that. So from that perspective, you know, I guess the first thing is from a marketing perspective, how do you find the sorts of people that would qualify for reverse beyond the people that maybe already you're talking to that are, you know, 55 and older or 62 and older, if you want to do the traditional Heckam versus the proprietary type of, uh, you know, products, right? Yeah. In terms of how to find people, I mean, this is the old tried and true method of talking to your title rep okay. and trying to get some publicly available data about certain segment of zip codes and having that filtered out by age and homes that are owned, of course. Sure. And that can be a very simple way to just sort of understand the universe we're talking about. And it's a very big one. I mean, that's the other big thing with reverse, if you're unaware, is there's so so much untapped potential. Sure. When you look at the statistics, the amount of people that have sufficient equity that own their own home that qualify for a reverse, and you marry that together with the ever-increasing need, and there is a real need for the product. Especially now. Especially now. And in this market and the fact that the research and the statistics don't really paint a very good picture for those heading into retirement. Right. And the traditional sort of funding sources that one would need to live off of. And so that's where we have always been bullish on the product, of course. I'm biased. (laughs) All we do is reverse. I work for Lear. All we do is reverse mortgages. But when you look at the research and you look at the opportunity and the statistics, and this is borne out through our experience in just the volume and the feedback, this is only a product that's going to continue to have more and more demand. And it's able to sort of withstand all the highs and lows of the market. We've had our fair share of changes in the industry, and yet we're still here. So that's a long way of not really answering your question, but to bring it back to the practical side of how does someone do this? Yes. So it starts with a phone call or an email to say, I want to learn more, right? And the beauty is, at least here at Longbridge, we have a wide variety of trainings and resources. I think it starts with understanding, first and foremost, what does your current business look like? You know, what are you trying to accomplish with that business? A big reason for our success and why we've been able to kind of get to that number one spot in wholesale industry-wide for reverse is because we've really are serious about coming alongside our partners and believing in a true partnership and wanting to be that business development partner Mm -hmm. that integrates within their current setup that shows them the various ways they can work with the product and understanding that they can go as fast or slow as they like. And so it starts with a phone call to say, you want to learn more and here's some basic reverse 101 training. Sure, we can do that. No, we want more of a comprehensive training program that may be more bespoke to our setup, to what we're trying to accomplish. We can do any and all of the above. That's the beauty of what we offer. I think because of just the product and how it sort of has its place in market and the borrowers that it serves, I think that naturally results in an offering in terms of a support and a product from us that gives originators the tools to be successful, regardless of their experience level 
or their background and baggage with the product. Sure. And I know with the rates being higher, you know, there's been a little bit of impact on the reverse mortgage product, but not quite as much as there has been on kind of the traditional, you know, like I said, forward mortgages. You know, I know the principal limit factors have been reduced a little bit, but that being said, it doesn't have as much of an impact on affordability and things like that. So from a practical perspective, how do you market this? Like, what are the sort of typical industries or typical referral partners? And then all maybe you got other marketing strategies. Like, what are you teaching your brokers and correspondent lenders, what are you teaching them on how to go out and actually get referral partners or reverse mortgage leads? Because at the end of the day, like I always want to leave the people that are listening to this, the loan officers are listening with some practical tips on how they can go out and get business today. Obviously, reverse is a different sort of product. We were kind of talking about it off camera, but you should know the product first, right? You know, if you're going to go after financial advisors or attorneys or things like that, those types of referral partners, you need to know what you're talking about because they're going to eat you alive. So let's talk a little bit about like maybe some different strategies for some of the different, you know, potential referral partners and then maybe other sources for generating some leads or things like that, right? Yeah, of course. Well, I think it starts with your circle and sphere of influence, right? Sure. So realize that all of the borrowers that you have helped, you know, ideally more than once, they can be great referral sources for you because surprise, all of those people have parents and all those people might have grandparents and they might be genetically qualified. And so I think it starts with, you know, once you feel comfortable sort of letting your sphere of influence know that you are offering this product or that you're doing this product, I think it's got to start there. And I think you'd be surprised how many people, because I hear about this all the time, that yeah, I just told my existing book of business that I do reverse. And I was blown away at the response that I got sure. from my borrowers and you know their family members. And it just exponentially grows from there. Sure. And then, yeah, I mean, I think if you've been a successful originator in the space for any length of time, you probably have some sort of referral network set up, whether it's financial advisors, whether it's realtors, whether it's attorneys, title reps on down the line. I think, you know, understanding the language they speak how they might be looking at this product is obviously important as well. Right. Financial advisors are sort of the advanced level, right? right? Where I wouldn't recommend sort of talking to them about this unless you know what to talk to them about. Well, and real quick before we get to the next ones is like, there's some resources and we mentioned Wade Fowl earlier in the podcast. He has, I think, two or three books that specifically outline how to use the reverse mortgage in a financial you know, and he's a financial advisor, a financial planner, something like that. I don't remember what he is, but I think he does all of that stuff, right? Yeah. And so use that as leverage to be able to have those conversations and have an educated conversation. You don't necessarily need to be the one that knows everything about those products, but you at least need to be able to talk intelligently about the products. Yeah, intelligently and being honest, right? right? So it can be as simple as I'm offering reverse. I think this is an incredible opportunity for you to learn more about. And believe it or not, we have Longbridge a session once a month that gives financial advisors a free CE credit. Oh, nice. Continuing education is something that everybody in the financial advising space needs. And so we're able to facilitate that. And so the practical use of that is you as an originator can go to your financial advisor network and say, you know, I'm able to offer this to you. Go get one of your CE credits and learn something more about reverse that you might not Mm. know or how reverse can sort of fit into your client's financial planning future. So that's a very practical way to sort of approach some referral uh, partner with something of value that can serve sort of a dual purpose there. Same thing with realtors. You know, there's all sorts of training and resources that we can give loan officers that get into how to talk to realtors, how to help you remember they're focused on and sort of talk about the product in a way that they're going to say, yeah, this makes sense 
for me and allow sort of that reciprocal sort of business, you know, relationship there. Sure. Well, um, and, and real quick, one of the things I think that's probably powerful about a reverse is realtors love to be connectors, right? And so they love to be the person that has, you know, the connection for their network. And it's, if you can give them another outlet to be a connector as the reverse mortgage source, and there's some different types of products, you know, for anybody who doesn't really know the reverse mortgage product, there's a Heckam for purchase product, which is actually a way for people that maybe can downsize, right? So maybe this is someone that wants to list their home. So, hey, this is an opportunity to list the home and then maybe represent them on the buy side as well. So there's some opportunities for them to make some additional income from that perspective as well. It's like, hey, this person needs to sell their home, but they don't really have income to qualify for a regular mortgage. It could be like, hey, you know what? Take your five hundred thousand dollar house, sell it, turn around and buy a you know three hundred and fifty thousand dollar condo or something like that. That's you know single story, smaller house, whatever it is. You can leverage that right you buy side and a sell side, and that's going to be huge an opportunity for them. And again, they like to be connectors, and they also like you know <laughs> to make money. So if you can help them make more money, that's always fun. That's yeah. Who doesn't like that? So that's where yes. Obviously, the Hacking for Purchase product exists. You can do a reverse for purchase product on that or a jumbo reverse. The idea is that, yeah, you know, go to your sphere of influence, start there, and then realize that there are plenty of opportunities and resources and tools to help you be more proficient when you're talking to those groups, those specialty groups that allow you to sort of speak their language. And then beyond that, you know, you can get very creative with how you approach this product. Plenty of opportunities to talk to a number of nonprofits, aging in place councils, going to senior resource centers, going to various homes to talk about the product. I mean, the sky is really the limit. And we certainly have a lot of ideas and brainstorming sessions that we call them that we can do with you to help you sort of identify that. Because a lot of people, you know, they take the people they know for granted in the sense that, you know, when you remind them that you ask the questions, they're surprised that, oh yeah, I can go to this person. I can go to this person. And a trusted resource, a referral partner. So start with your sphere of influence and realize that you have support to kind of become the expert uh, when you're talking to these various groups. And there's a lot of practical ways to sort of approach them and get their attention sure. as well. When it comes to, you know, a lot of your brokers and correspondent lenders, like where are they typically sourcing their business? Is it coming mostly from referral partners? Are they buying leads? What's kind of the main source of business, do you know? It really runs the gamut, right? Sure. And it depends on a whole variety of factors. There's some that specialize in the call center model, sure. you know, which is interesting for someone that's not in the space. They're used to sitting at the kitchen table, having that face-to-face -face interaction and conversation. Right. Someone that is uninitiated in reverse might think, how does call center work for reverse? When you're talking to 55 and up people, it's got to be challenging. And, right. and I think it can be, but it also works for a lot of people. Right. So the sky is really the limit there. It's a call center model. It's leaning on referral partners. It's buying leads. And those leads can come internally from if you work for a large lender, let's say, and all they do maybe right now is the forward, we call the forward side of the business, basically anything but reverse. Right. Then that presents an incredible opportunity. There are people in our industry, really their sole purpose is working at a lender that has a forward focus and they're the evangelist within their own company trying to promote reverse within their own company and right. get forward loan officers just to unrecognize the opportunity and realize that there's referral outlet and opportunities with the product to either originate themselves or to hand it off to someone that, you know, is willing to dig in on the product a bit more. Sure. So yeah, lots of opportunity there as well. But certainly, I think, you know, working with trusted advisors, the individuals that understand the product, they can help assist. And, and you know, shameless plug for, <laughs> for myself and for Longbridge, we have a lot of those resources and tools built out. I mean, that's yeah. how we've been able to get where we are. So 
Love that, man. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I know one of the things we've been doing too is we just recently sort of rolled out a little beta test with reverse mortgage. It's been working pretty well, which is pretty fun. I will share with your audience. I'm not the only one, right? There have been a number of people that know you that have just been dying for you to take what you're doing so successfully on the forward side and apply it to reverse. Right. And I know that you're just starting to get going on that. And I think it's going to do wonders for our industry. So I'm very excited for that. And of course, I think there's incredible opportunities for originators that are serious about this product to learn a lot from you that can help them not only in the reverse business, but their forward business as well, if they haven't been exposed to you. Know who you're talking to and it's worth investing in people that want to help you be successful. And that's what we want to do. Sure. Yeah. And one, I know, you know, if this is maybe the first podcast you're listening to, maybe you're a reverse mortgage originator that got sent this by Rob over here. And, uh, you know, check out our other podcast. There's a lot of cool episodes and have marketing strategies, podcast strategies, some cool strategies. We've had a lot of cool guests. I think, you know, it's probably gonna be episode 94, 95, somewhere around there. So we've had a lot of podcasts. This is just the first one that we're doing here in this studio. So it's pretty exciting. But at the same time, you know, there's been a lot of good opportunities for you to learn from experts in other mortgage realms, right? You know, a lot of mostly in the forward world. I think we've had, you know, one other person that's in the reverse mortgage space, maybe about 35, 40 episodes ago. So it's kind of nice to have a little refresher on the reverse mortgage product. Thanks, Rob, for being here and being able to share these opportunities with the originators that are listening to this. You know, and obviously in, in a market like we're in today... Not looking at additional revenue sources is probably not a smart thing to do in a market where, you know, I think we've probably lost 50 to 60% of the origination volume this year. And so, you know, it can't hurt for you to look at some additional opportunities for you to make some more money and then also help people, right? It's not just about making money. I know obviously, you know, the reverse mortgage pays well, but at the same time, a lot of people it changes their life, right? Just like first time home buyer getting into the first house that can change the wealth trajectory of their families for generations to come. The reverse mortgage can also, you know, have massive impacts in quality of life, things like that at the end. And then also just being able to, again, if you're using it from a financial planning and financial sort of retirement tool, it can extend the life of your retirement and still increase your quality of life at the end of the day. And so, I think it's a huge tool that is overlooked, that is neglected, that has a ton of negative connotation. And, you know, I guess for good reason, because there was a time where there was some unscrupulous things going on in the industry. And obviously there's been a lot of regulation over the last, even when I was in the space, I mean, and even since then, there's been multiple, you know, additional layers of regulation to ensure that the people that are taken reverse don't end up in a situation that causes harm, right? And so I guess maybe just touch on that briefly and then we can kind of close it out. Yeah, I mean, again, it's got to start with breaking down those misconceptions, right? Sure. We have a whole training that goes through the top 10 misconceptions on the product that as an originator, you're going to hear at some point or another. And I think it does a really good job sort of breaking those down. And at the end of the day, put the focus back on the borrower who mm-hmm. has a need or has a challenge they're looking to solve. And you know, I've said it earlier, but you know, look, we're in the people business at the end of the day. We just happen to be focused on the people that are 55 and up right? and how we best can serve them and help them. And so why wouldn't you want to seriously look at, you know, a product that is designed for people sort of in that age range and designed with their life situation in mind. And yeah, there are those misconceptions. And I think Sometimes it takes sort of walking the children through, bring them into the process, right? This shouldn't be something that a borrower feels like 
they're being sold down the river or they're being, you know, false bill of goods. Like, no, bring the people they trust into the process right. as well. You know, you should welcome that as an originator because then you're able to talk to those family members and address their concerns and realize if you're doing your job, you know, the way you should be that you're just there to help that borrower, right? Mm -hmm. Help them live a better life to have an opportunity to strategically use their retirement funds. And I think when you bring those trusted individuals into the process that a borrower may have, mm -hmm. then really helps break the ice and breaks down those misconceptions. And then you're onto the real important stuff of how are you going to use this product and, you know, what specific flavor of the product are you going to utilize and how do you want to receive your proceeds and on and on down the road. So you get to the real substantive part of the conversation, but certainly bringing those trusted individuals into the process helps a lot. Yeah. And I can't stress it enough. We're in the people business. And so if you're an originator that has never really looked at reverse and said, oh, that's not for me, may not be for you. Sure. But if it's not for you, just realize that someone else will talk to potentially your borrower about this product. And if you're not going to do it, then have a solid referral source right. in place. Right, right, right. Make sure you have someone that is going to take care of them like you would take care of them because, you know, unfortunately, they're yeah. still... You know, unscrupulous people, any industries that there is a lot of money to be made, even on the you know, forward and reverse side, there's some people that may make some decisions that, you know, aren't the best and, you know, pressure people on doing a loan or, you know, maybe charging extra money, all that kind of stuff. So there is some things that can happen. But overall, again, it's a fantastic product. And if you are an originator that's listening to this, that's looking for some additional revenue or just looking to find an outlet for, you know, some of your older borrowers. This is a fantastic product, both from the purchase side, again, purchase a home, put about 50% down. Again, it depends on their age and then be able to not have payments for the rest of their lives. So they have to make the taxes and insurance payments and things like that, but not having to make, you know, mortgage payments. So that's a good way for them to age in place or even on the traditional refinance side, same thing. And so there's some cool tools there. So thank you so much for your time today, Rob. One thing that I wanted to ask is anybody who's listening to this wanted to learn more about, I guess, you know, reverse mortgage. Do you guys have any sort of trainings, things like that? And then also like they wanted to get connected with you or learn more about Longridge. Where can they sort of find some additional resources and additional contact information? Hey, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can go to our website, longbridge-financial.com, click on the wholesale tab, find my information that way. But yeah. And then in terms of training, we have more than you could ever hope and dream of. And Happy to help craft some new pieces that you might have in mind as well. That's something that our training marketing team takes seriously. So we believe in true partnership at Longbridge and really understanding the challenges that any originator might have and really trying to support them the best way we can. So yeah, feel free to reach out. Happy to assist any way we can and whatever that may look like. Awesome. And, you know, for originators that listen to like my big takeaway, obviously I know this product really well. I worked in the industry for four and a half years, but one thing that I'll say is like, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your borrowers and you owe it to the people that are surrounded with them. And at least understanding the product to a level where you can have a conversation around it. Even if you're not going to originate it again, you owe it to yourself to understand this product so that you can speak on it in a way that's educated, have an outlet, have someone that you trust that you can give these deals to that are going to take care of them, that are going to make sure that they get the best deal possible. That's the big reason why I think you should get educated because unfortunately we're in... <laughs> In this industry, even a lot of the regular originators, you know, still have those same misconceptions around the product. And it's just all not true, right? Just look into the product, figure it out. So thank you, Rob, so much for being here. Man, it's been fantastic talking with you, catching up again. And if you are an originator, you're listening to this and you are looking for some help on some marketing, or you're looking for some help on flipping the status quo on real estate agents, go to flipthestatusquo.com. We'll walk you through some of the strategies that we're using to help loan officers 
flip the status quo on real estate agents, get more deals, close more deals, all that fun stuff. So thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning into the Loans On Demand podcast on loansondemandpodcast.com. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.